Hello, people of Anchor. I'm Kevin Touch, the host of Anchor Nation Community Radio, the place where Anchor gets an intimate look at its members of its community and the people around it. Hope you guys enjoy tonight's episode, and as always, each episode will be published every Thursday night. Thank you, and enjoy. Hello, Anchor Nation, and welcome back to another interview on the Anchor Nation Community Radio podcast hosted by Kevin Touch. I'm your host, Kevin, and tonight we're going to have a very special episode. Somebody who's not on the Anchor app, Fireball Jimmy, Episode 7. And without further ado, I'm going to let Fireball Jimmy explain who he is a little bit. Well, thank you for having me on, first of all, Kevin. I appreciate it. Uh, As you mentioned, my name is Fireball Jimmy. Um, I actually uh, am on YouTube, and uh, some people might know me or might not, probably, from Dodger Films. And it's basically a uh, channel where we... Uh, essentially play softball against each one against one another and basically uh it's kind of like the sandlot uh i, I guess you would say mm-hmm. most i would probably be the best comparison i would i would probably uh probably say but uh we just do a lot of goofy things on there you know uh you know my friend uh robert crosby he'll ask me what i'm going to do this at bat and i'll just <laughs> tell him that i'm going to go to mcdonald's after and get a filet of fish or something really kind of zany like that and we, we we started playing football. We're doing that a little bit now as well. And he essentially started the channel um, uh, based on uh, his favorite team, the Dodgers. His, he was trying to catch home run balls at Dodger Stadium. And after about seven or eight years of doing that uh, on YouTube, uh, he, he had a real popular channel going with that, that sort of content. They they basically told him that he couldn't do it anymore. There was a lot of copyright type of stuff, mm-hmm. and so he started doing the the softball games and just kind of figuring that you know maybe you'd do that for a couple months just to kind of keep the channel afloat. And after a while, the the channel actually got more popular uh, by just watching strange people play softball. <laughs> and uh, we have like a comic book now, and uh, there's just a lot of different things. I started my own channel, which is the Fireball Review, which I talk about uh, like stuff going on, Major League Baseball. Um, I do movie reviews. I do some vlogs. I don't do a ton of vlogs because I'm always a little – I always feel a little bit weird when I'm doing vlogs on the street. I always feel like people are looking at me yeah. like, what the heck is he doing? You know, it's just <laughs> – it's it's kind of a bizarre, but um, – but yeah, that's basically uh, who I am, and uh, we've just kind of amassed a following from that. It's been kind of a crazy experience. I went, I went to the all. I didn't really know how big the softball series had gotten. I went to the uh, MLB All Star Game last year in San Diego, and literally every five minutes, somebody was you know yelling, oh, "Hey, fireball!" You know, and, and oh, wow. I had no idea how big the series had actually gotten. And and you know, it's funny because we have a lot of younger. We have a lot of younger viewers, but there's there's quite a few adults that watch as well, and uh, and everybody was c- turning around like, who the heck is this guy? You know, because it was mostly like yeah. people in high school and college and kind of smaller kids that were recognizing me. But uh, yeah, it's just been a crazy ride. It's been going on. This has been going on probably about a year and a half now. Awesome fireball, and guys, tonight we're gonna have a special interview because there will be hardly any anchor questions on here. Fireball and I. Uh, we met on Instagram, kind of, and his YouTube channel. So we're going to talk about more of the fireball Jimmy I know and he knows, and a little bit of, like, obviously Bobby Crosby and the softball series, and kind of just more of a, 
more of a regular session, which I like. You know, this is something all new. This is somebody brand new, not on the Anchor app, and we're going to see how this goes. So, Fireball, our first question, this is a very popular question you probably get off the street a lot. Where did the name Fireball Jimmy come from? Well, it's kind of an interesting story because I know, Kevin, you're a big uh, motorsports fan. I know you're a big NASCAR fan. And my dad used to – he actually raced in kind of the uh, western division of NASCAR. It was kind of like the minor leagues of NASCAR, basically. And Mm -hmm. uh, so he had some go-karts in his uh, his garage. And so, me and I was probably about 12 years old, and a few of my uh, friends that I played Little League with, uh, him and – I get it was it was uh, two of them and my dad. We took this go kart out uh, behind this office building, kind of close to where we live, and uh, mm-hmm. we just we were going to take it around the parking lot. There wasn't a lot of people around, so we were just going to take it around see if it it was working because he hadn't he hadn't driven in a very long time. So um, and I don't know if this was entirely legal what we were doing. We probably shouldn't have been out mm-hmm. there to begin with, but. Uh, I think the statute of limitations is up, so I think we're okay. I, I'm okay telling the story, but um, yeah, no problem. Here. So we're taking, yeah, so we're taking it around the parking lot. He takes it around a few times, and he says, well, "Why don't you try it out?" Because I, I really had never had a huge desire to to drive a race car, or drive a go kart, or anything like that. I was more of a baseball fan. I like more of the stick and ball type of sports. So I, I'm, I take it out and uh, I take it around one time in the parking lot, and I just. I thought, boy, these these go karts—they really smoke a lot. I didn't realize, you know, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize this, and so I kind of, out of the corner of my eye, I see my friends and my dad, and they're kind of like pointing behind me, and I just thought they were just kind of like waving because I was all the way on the other side of the parking lot, and I couldn't really see very well, and yeah. uh, so maybe like thirty seconds pass, and it's just the, the smoke is just engulfed, and I'm just realized this 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 probably isn't normal, and I see them running at me. And I just turn around. I swear to I swear to God, there's probably a, a, a just a, a ball of fire about seven feet wow. tall behind me. And I just I look behind me, and I just got out of that thing as quickly as possible. And so basically, my little league friends, uh, you know, they dubbed me Fireball after that. And I was a pitcher, so it kind of worked well. And it lasted for about a year. That name lasted about a year. And then when uh, and nobody called me that for for a long time, probably you know yeah. fifteen, sixteen years after that. And then so Bobby, you know, he invited me to play softball with his with his crew and whatnot. And and uh, I don't know, maybe a month into the time I was playing, he was just referring to me at this time as, oh, this is my this is Jimmy, my old buddy from high yeah. school. And I thought I don't want to be known as just his old buddy from high school for the rest of my life. So. <laughs> he, he told me, he says, you know, come up with a nickname. And I said, well, the only other nickname I ever had was, was Fireball. I only had it for like maybe six, seven months. And uh, so we just kind of went with that, and it just kind of it took off. I, I, ended up getting a, uh, I ended up getting this hat off of eBay that was a Fireball yeah. whiskey hat. Now, I'm not even a, I'm not even a big al- drinker. I don't really like alcohol. I've never developed a taste for it. So I didn't even know there was – such anything you know that was it was a whiskey that was even called fireball so it was completely foreign to me but i bought this hat i think i paid like six bucks for it on ebay just started wearing it around and you know now i have people in my family call me that more than probably so it's it's crazy (laughs) (laughs) that's a great story fireball it really is you know and one thing about your pitching we'll get into that russian screwball yeah i got to 
Oh man! I, I oh yeah, and the Shanghai screwball. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> oh man, we'll get into that in a little bit later on question four. But uh, more of a, like you said, you're a YouTuber. So question two: How has YouTubing uh, helped you communicate with your fans more and more of an appreciation level? Well, you know, YouTube it's it's kind of an interesting format because you know we, we've developed a, a pretty you know through softball we've used Instagram to communicate probably mainly with the fans of the softball series. But mm-hmm. the uh, the great thing about it, you know, the only thing I don't like about Instagram really is they have those stories you can do where it's like a 10 or 15 second video oh, where yeah, you, yeah. Can, you can talk and whatnot. I don't really use that too much. So um, the thing with YouTube is you have, you know, you can spend 10, 15 minutes talking to you know, your viewers or the fans of the softball and answering questions and just kind of giving your opinions on different various things. And uh, it's funny because probably about a month before um, Bobby started the softball series, you know, he had had Mm -hmm. the Dodger films, uh, kind of the old version of the Dodger film stuff where he was shooting stuff at Dodger Stadium. And he, and I had mentioned to him, I said, you know, I think it'd be kind of cool if somebody did uh, a channel just devoted to baseball, just Major League Baseball, essentially. And he, he kind yeah. of said, well, I don't, I don't think baseball is popular enough anymore to, to have a channel like that. And so I didn't really give it a whole, whole lot of – didn't really give it a second thought at the time. Then maybe, you know, a month later he gets shut down um, and he starts the softball series and he asked me to play. Wow, yeah. And, uh, you know, probably about four, three, four months after I started playing, um, you know, I developed this huge following on Instagram. And I thought, well, if I'm ever going to do, you know, a baseball channel, this is as good a time as any, you know, to do it. Yeah. And, um, you know, I just started it up. And, and uh, I think I have about 25,000 subs now. But the thing wow. about it is that's that's an impressive number, but – I don't have 25,000 people watching each video. Yeah. That, that's the trick to try to get as many of those people to watch the videos. But uh, I need to become a little bit more consistent with my videos, getting them out. But uh, it's fun because there's just not a lot of baseball content out there. So uh, I'm enjoying doing it. And like I said before, I do movie reviews. And it's cool because, you know, like you, you get to interact with the fans in the comment section. And uh, it's oh, kind yeah, of become maybe that. a little bit of a baseball community, which is kind of cool. Absolutely, Firewall. YouTube is a great platform, and we'll get into the. I know you have your portion. own channel too, so that's that's exciting for you. Yes, I, yes, I have a anchor station and a YouTube channel, and yeah, uh, very it's very fun to you know balance these things. It's great uh, to see people taking the social media approach and using it in a positive light. You know, we we do have yeah, those people who like, yeah, we do have those haters out there, and that's unfortunate. But we yeah. move on to question three. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, question three. Uh, what is one quality you have kept even since you were a kid? It could be a good or a bad quality. It's up to you. Oh, boy. Well, probably bad is I'm a little bit of a uh, – I, I tend to uh, – I'm a bit of a pro- procrastinator, I guess you might say. So that's probably mm-hmm. not a, a very good quality yeah, I no. have. Um, but I don't know. Probably a good quality, I, I would say, would would be um, – oh, boy. Um I mean, I've been into into fitness for a long time, probably since I was about 13, 14 years old. I was kind of a fat kid when I was about 11 or 12. I, I, uh-huh. I just pretty much ate pizza and hamburgers all the time. So when I was about 13, 14, I, I started doing marathon running, and then 
I did that for a few years, and then I started getting into weightlifting because I wanted to try out for the baseball team in college. And I never did uh-huh. end up trying out, but I kept doing the lifting. And so probably just, uh, you know, just uh, taking care of your body. You know, you, you only get one body. You know, you can – Yeah. everything else is replaceable except your body. So it's, it's, uh, it's important for people to watch their health and watch what they eat and exercise and do all that kind of stuff, so – yeah, you know, it's good. It's a good – we need that. You know, we need more positive influences to keep our body. We only have one body. That's an awesome point, Fireball. Now we get to the uh, softball and Robert and company. Uh, question four, what is your best moment so far in your young softball career playing with Robert and company? Wow, that's a good question. That's a tough question. Yeah. Been a, we've played a lot of games. I think we've played some, some somewhere around 200 games. Um Wow. You know, there's a couple walk-off home runs, which are kind of exciting. Uh, but I think probably the the most fun I ever had in one of the games was the first the first season we played. Basically, there was only two captains. There was there was Bobby, you know, Bobby. Robert, as I call him, of course. I call, I call him <laughs> Robert, kind of in jest. It's just kind of a little kind of a running joke we have. And then uh, there's Benny, Benny. who's uh, yeah. really good friends with Bobby, and uh, yeah, he helped kind of start the softball series and he was in some of his older videos and so they were the only two captains and they would just you know pick teams before the first season that's pretty much all we did they were the two captains then bobby came to me and said you know we're going to add you as a captain and and about three other people and um so you know he said but you know you got to talk you know fireball you got to talk loud you got to talk loud you're not you (laughs) talk too uh you, you talk too softly on camera and and mm-hmm. so it was weird because maybe uh ah man maybe maybe like 2 days after that I was just flipping through YouTube channels I I tend to do that I I'll just be watching different old clips of YouTube stuff and I came across the, this old clip from the 80s of Dave Letterman uh he was yeah. uh, he, I, I, I'm sure I'm sure most of your audience knows who that is I know he's he's Dave been Letterman, here yeah. for a few years now Yeah so it was one of his older bits that he he did, and uh, he 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 took this bullhorn and he yeah. uh, he stuck this bullhorn out the out the uh, top of this building that he was shooting his show from, and it was in New York City. It was right in the middle of Manhattan, so he was probably on the thirtieth floor. So he takes this bullhorn, he sticks it out the window, and he's trying to get somebody on the street to order him hot dogs from the hot mm-hmm. dog vendor down the street. And he's just yelling at all these people, and he's he's just saying all these goofy things, and it just like a light bulb went off in my head, and I thought, wait a minute, I could start using a bullhorn, and uh, when we play softball, I can yell at the you know yell at the guys on my team that you know they're not running hard enough, and they're not doing this, and they're not doing that, and so when we pick teams, I you know I'll use the bullhorn, and uh, the first game out, uh-huh. I started using this bullhorn, and uh, I was yelling at all the guys and. I just had a it was a it was a blast. It was it wasn't anything uh kind of on the field like from a, a playing standpoint that was fun, but it was just it was just a funny little bit that we did and it, and now every time I captain I just have that, that bullhorn. I have an alarm on it. Every time one of my guys on my team hits a home run I'll sound the alarm and yeah. and it's kind of a crazy that was probably my favorite game we've played though, I, I would say. Definitely. Yeah, honestly, Fireball, my favorite moment of you is obviously when you told Red Shorts to run a lap. That was pretty funny. But uh, <laughs> when you hit the, that was funny. You guys are great, the Shortsy. But um, 
the five home run game that was probably one of my favorite moments. That was actually the same game. That was the exact same game. Yeah, that that was. But like to me, I don't even think about the five home runs. I think about using that bullhorn. That was actually more fun for me than anything. (laughs) Yeah, that was great. I love that game. I watched it uh, on YouTube. It's awesome. All right, so now we go to the MLB type stuff here. Who was your favorite baseball player growing up? And then as a follow-up, who was your favorite current baseball player now? Question five. Well, it's funny. I, I grew up uh, an Angels fan. I live in Southern California. So, um, you know, I, the Angels weren't very good growing up, though. In the you know, late 80s throughout the 90s, they just really had a horrible team. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and there was guys on the team that I really liked, guys like, you know, Troy Percival, Jim Abbott, who a lot of people forget about. He he was a pitcher who only had one arm. He just kind of had a stub for one arm, and he would move his glove back and forth. And he was definitely one of my favorites, but I, I would probably have to say my absolute two favorites were non-angel players. And one of them was Tony Gwynn, played for the San Diego mm-hmm. Padres. Yeah, San Diego Padres. Yeah, eight batting titles, I believe, uh, and probably Greg Maddox, who was a pitcher for the Braves back in the day. They used to call him the Professor, and he just he was, he was just Maddox, a thinking yeah. man's pitcher. Yeah, he was a thinking man's pitcher. He would, you know, he would actually um, he his manager would come out and he goes, uh, you know, he'd be in trouble. He'd kind of get into a little bit of a jam. His manager would come out to the mound and he would say, uh, Greg, you know, how's how's everything going? How are you feeling? He goes, oh, I'm feeling great. I'm going to get this guy to hit, you know, to hit to uh, to third base, and we're going to turn a double oh, wow. play. And and nine times out of ten, it would happen. You know, he would, yeah. he would predict it, and it was just the way he would throw the ball. He could, uh, you know, he could get guy induce guys into to you know hitting in various spots, and he would just set them up. And it was just it's amazing to hear the stories about him, and uh, and just kind of watch the way he operated when he was on the mound. He was a lot of fun, but. Those two guys, probably Maddox and Gwynn, those those were my guys growing up. Boston, today now, Any, yeah, um, today, yeah, yeah, today, you know, I, I as an Angel fan, you, you got to go with Mike Trout. I mean, he's just yeah. uh, the guy; just does everything. Um, he's like Superman in a baseball uniform. I don't know what else. I don't know what else to say about him. He's just, you know, the great thing is too, he's a nice guy. You know, because usually you get a he guy is, that's yeah. that good. You know, he's usually got kind of he's got a big ego and he's got an attitude, and you know him being a nice guy too. That makes it all the better. I mean, and and to actually have him playing on your team is pretty cool. But yeah, I'd probably have to go with Trout, and uh, you know, there's a few other guys in the league I like uh, watching too, like Bumgarner, uh, Matt Harvey, who mm-hmm. had a, kind of a tough year this year. But uh, yeah. yeah, there's a, there's a handful of guys out there that I, that I enjoy watching. Absolutely, and Mike Trout is a phenom, and he. He's a five-star recruit, I think, out of high school, and he was—he's honestly one of the. Honestly, he's one of my favorite players too. Honestly, not not just because he's—I'm a Cardinals fan, but not just because he's on the Angels, but just the way he handles himself is awesome, especially in this you day. Know and amazing, age for, yep. Yeah, you know the amazing thing too, Kevin, is he was—he was a 13th pick in the first round. There were there was 12 teams that passed on him, believe it or not. That wow. was the year Bryce Harper came out. Yeah, he was Bryce. the first pick. And he went to the Nationals, and then there was uh, after Harper. You know, there was it was like twelve teams that passed on uh, Trout. I think they're kind of regretting that. And it's yeah, funny, I it's funny, Kevin, because I I remember when Trout got drafted. I was in my car listening to the radio, listening to the draft. I was on my way to to meet a client, and uh, it was the funniest thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, they said, "Okay, the Angels have drafted outfielder Mike Trout," and I remember. 
Oh my God, that's horrible. We needed a pitcher. Why would they do this? <laughs> yeah, it worked out though. In the end, he gets uh, it, it's always well, it worked out. <laughs> oh, yeah, sometimes it worked out. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad I'm at the GM. That's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. So you kind of touched on it with the uh, client. Uh, question six: What is your current occupation now? Well, uh, I actually uh, I'm I'm I work in the fitness industry. I do uh, mm-hmm. I do public relations. Uh, a lot of people don't know. Uh, it's a little confusing because I do I do PR. I do public relations. I write like news uh, press releases, newsletters, pitch letters. I try to get write ups in like fitness publications and on uh, various websites. Uh, I try to get people uh, just try to get uh, drum up publicity for um, a lot of various fitness companies, from like fitness equipment companies to supplement companies, uh, various gyms, that sort of thing. Uh, mm-hmm. That's basically what I do. Before that, I was doing a lot of personal training. I still have a couple of clients, but I, I don't do that quite as much anymore. The, the hours for personal training is kind of crazy because you basically work from five in the morning to about eight and then you have this big gap in the middle of the day where you you have nothing to do and then you start oh, up again yeah. about six o'clock at night and you work to about 11 so i kind of got a little bit tired of those hours and i had gone to college uh to study communications with an emphasis in in public relations and journalism so i thought well i i, I should be doing something that has a little bit more to do with my major and what i went to school for and so I was able to do that and kind of keep uh, doing fitness-related stuff. So that was kind of nice, and uh, yeah, yeah, it all worked out fairly well. Yeah, that's good to hear, Fireball. Like you like to see the career change there a little bit, career change kind of, you know, fitting your style, which is awesome. Yeah, so we move definitely. On to, so we move on to kind of like your work ethic now. In question seven, how has your work ethic uh, from a young age uh, shaped who you are today? Well, you know, I always remember uh, something Pete Rose said. He says, uh, you can never beat the guy who's persistent. You know, if you're very persistent yes. in a lot of different things, um, you don't necessarily have to be super talented. I'm, I mean, I hate to keep bringing up baseball analogies, but I look at a guy like no, Jose, Jose Altuve, you know, Altuve with the Astros. Yes. The guy's like 5'5". Five, five. You know, there there was a, a ton of guys that this guy played against that were you know, twice, you know, two to three times as big as he was. But, you know, you know damn well that he was just persistent, that, you know, he never gave up. He kept working hard. And, you know, you can't uh, you can't teach persistence. If you have persistence, uh, you're going to go a long ways. And, uh, you know, I really admire him for that. I admire just uh, – there's just a lot of examples of that sort of thing. And, uh, yeah, I, I mean, that's uh, – that's essentially my feelings about it. Absolutely. Persistence is key. I like it, Fireball. Appreciate that comment. So now people don't know you as like face-to-face unless they watch your YouTube stuff. But question eight, how do you deal with everyday people who think you look like Kevin Bacon, the actor? Uh, <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because before I started playing softball, I think I only had one person that told, told me I looked like Kevin Bacon. When I was yeah. a little bit younger, a lot of people thought I looked like Dale Earnhardt Jr. Dale Jr. Uh, so that was kind of interesting. And like if I wore my hat backwards and I had sunglasses on, I had a few people tell me that. So that was kind of funny. But um, yeah, you know, 
I have a lot of people that tell me that watch the softball that I do look like Kevin Bacon. And uh, it's not a bad thing, I guess. Uh, yeah, you know, no. I mean, not. Kevin Bacon was a was a strikingly, you know, he was a good-looking man back in his day. So it's, it's probably a good thing, I guess. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's funny. Nobody in my family thinks I look like him, but everybody that watches the softball uh, yeah. series uh, do. But it's kind of funny. You know, I, I was a fan of Footloose growing up, so uh, I don't mind it too much. I just kind of laugh about it. I, I have – one of the taglines on my Instagram is I'm Kevin Bacon's uh, softball stunt double. Stunt double. That's what I have on yeah. there. So, so I don't know. Hopefully, we can, maybe we can get Kevin Bacon to play with us one time. We also have another that player was... on the team that we call him. We affectionately call him Bradley Cooper. He's Bradley really Cooper. Yeah. yeah, he's Coop, and uh, so uh, we call him Coop, and he's he's a little bit bigger guy, and we kind of in jest mm-hmm. call him uh, call him Bradley Cooper, and uh, it, it's so funny because. We went to Comic Con this year, and yeah. uh, to promote the because uh, we have the softball series. We have a comic out. It's called Softball that uh, that that Bobby wrote, and uh, so we're sitting there and we're signing copies of this this uh, comic book. And so mm-hmm. we had I brought my bullhorn with me because uh, we were going to be doing a panel where you know fans could ask us questions and whatnot. So I brought the bullhorn with me, and we had people passing by. And uh, so I just thought uh, it would be kind of funny. I just pick up the bullhorn just and start saying, "Ladies and gentlemen, we have we have Bradley Cooper over here. Bradley Cooper signing autographs here at the softball booth." <laughs> and, and you know, people are turning around thinking, "Oh my God, it's Bradley Cooper!" Yeah, Bradley. And, and, yeah, yeah. and you know, they see our Bradley Cooper, and it, it, oh, it was just so funny because uh, you know, people at Comic Con just go crazy. You know, when celebrities walk in and. Uh, yeah, they thought the the actual Bradley Cooper, <laughs> Bradley uh, Cooper, yeah, the American sniper himself was was signing at our booth, and uh, they were <laughs> they were in for a big surprise when they came over. But we all had a good laugh about it, and uh, it was funny. But uh, yeah, yeah. So we have Bradley Cooper, Kevin Bacon. It's uh, we all have our own little nicknames and sub nicknames, and it's uh, it's uh, it's kind of neat. It is awesome. I love the series, and Bradley Cooper probably. Uh... Probably never thought it'd be Bradley Cooper, but it's uh, it's a great nickname. It fits him perfectly. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All yeah. right. <laughs> so, question nine. Uh, we we kind of hinted, hinted at this on question one or two. Uh, would you consider joining the Anchor Radio app? I know you are not on, but to engage with fans using audio content. So, I'm going to do a little bit of what I would say. Uh, the Anchor app is more of like an audio format. It's more of like a community-based deal. Where you could talk about whatever you want, which is good. So you seem to be more into baseball. So would you ever consider making an anchor baseball station? Yeah, you know, I'd consider it. I think I had mentioned to you before a long time ago that I I, I thought it'd be kind of fun to start a podcast. It'd almost be like a dream yeah. job for me to do something of something like that because I listen to quite a few different podcasts, and um, yeah, it'd be kind of fun to do maybe a baseball podcast at some point. You know, I'm pretty busy now, like currently now mm-hmm. with just doing the, um, I, you know, I have my own business I'm doing with the fitness type stuff, and we got the softball stuff we're doing in my own YouTube, you know, the YouTube channel and whatnot. But I think at some yeah. point down the road, it's something definitely I would uh, I would consider. It sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, it will. Uh, like I said, I can't really speak on everyone's behalf, but it's uh, it's an, uh, something you'll enjoy, I think, if you like the community feel especially. All right. Yeah, definitely. So we moved on. We moved on to our final two questions. My personal favorite. So, what is your goals in the next five years? Uh, you can do personally, work, 
if you do start Anchor Station, and uh, the softball series. Uh, you can either answer all, one or all four. It's up to you. Well, that's a good question. I haven't really, uh, I haven't really thought about it. I'm, I'm probably, you know, I'll probably still continue to do the work I'm doing. I, I don't think, mm-hmm. uh, believe it, or, believe it or not, you can't make a living just playing softball on YouTube. But uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would be nice if we could, or just talking about yeah. baseball on my channel. But uh, I'm, it can't I'd happen, like to yeah. continue. Yeah, I'd like to continue to do that stuff. And uh, I think as far as the, the my personal YouTube channel, the Fireball Review. I've become a little bit more consistent putting out videos and, and content. I've been busy this year, so I, I, I can't always – I want to try to start doing two, three videos a week, baseball-related, movie reviews, movie, that yeah. sort of thing, and just kind of get that going. Uh, you, know, you, you know, there's a lot of people on YouTube that make livings do, you know, doing that sort of work. I don't think I, I could probably maybe make a living doing it, but it's, it's nice. You, know, you, you make a little bit of money on the side uh, doing that sort of thing if you, you, know, you generate – uh, a little bit, of a, you know, uh, a fairly decent following, and uh, so I'd like to continue to do that, and and just kind of have a, a community for baseball fans to come and talk about the games and whatnot, and you know, maybe at some point I'd have uh, guests on the show. I don't know about regular players coming on or whatnot. I, That'd I, be crazy. I don't know yeah. if it would ever. That would be pretty cool, but uh, you know, I, I don't know if the show would ever get that big where I could do something like that. But uh, you know, it's funny if I did, I would probably try to ask a lot of questions that uh kind of untraditional type questions because you know you know how yeah of, you know you watch a lot of sports and i'm sure a lot of people that are listening watch a lot of sports and you know a lot of the a lot of the questions a lot of people ask they're just kind of this these generic you know how do you feel yeah. about the game it's kind yeah, of you know how do you feel after the loss you know and it's like what are the what are the players supposed to say you know i mean of course they feel bad after the loss it's just it's kind of a weird kind of a crazy question that they ask that but you know, just yeah. I, I would like to just kind of have a. If I ever interviewed anybody uh, on my channel, I'd probably just ask a lot of kind of off the wall, kind of quirky questions, and and just kind of make it fun and a little bit different. Uh, so I'd yeah, like shoot to the continue bridge. to yeah. do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'd like to continue to do that, um, and uh, yeah, and eventually, you know, maybe eventually start my own podcast. Uh, that's could be uh, in the works at some point, um, and uh, yeah, we'll probably. You know, hopefully the softball series keeps going. I, I like uh, yeah. one of the reasons why I, I started my own channel is because, you know, I don't, you know, you never know how long, you know, anything on YouTube or any type of form entertainment's going to last. So, yeah, you know, I always thought that, you know, if the if Bobby decides he wants to do something else, that you know, we, we I could still have a little bit of a format uh, on YouTube with my own channel to do, and that's kind of cool and. I think you know. Hope, I think we're going to be doing it for for quite a you know. Hopefully, a few more years though. I, I, you know, we started playing football. And we might even start doing basketball at some point uh, on the That'd Dodger cool. films. Uh, yeah, so we might uh, might do that. And uh, so yeah, I, I think just that's basically probably what I'm going to be doing over the next five years. Hopefully. Awesome, fire! That sounds like great plans, and I'll be tuned in definitely. Oh, so we reached our final. Of course, Marvel. So we've reached our final question. This is a bonus question. Now, normally I would um, tell somebody from Anchor to tell the Anchor Nation, but as an outsider currently, because you're not on the app yet, what is one thing you like to tell the Anchor Nation that they, they, they might not know, not know about you, like something personal? It could be anything. But what's your, kind of your message to the Anchor Nation that they don't know the Fireball Jimmy yet, but they will now? Well, here's a random question, Kevin. Here's a little random fact about about me. 
Hmm? I am really good when I go to the supermarket. I am really good at opening those little baggies in the produce section. You know, nobody <laughs> yeah. else. No, most people cannot those open those little baggies. I can just look at it and it opens. I would be, I would be world champion uh, uh, if that was an Olympic sport. I mean, uh, yeah. I, I'm really good at it. It's not something that's ever going to make me any money or or mm-hmm. I'm going to gain any prestige from. But it's a little bit it's a little bit of a fact about me that a lot of people that obviously a lot of people nobody knows, and uh, yeah, yeah it, it's uh, um, it's it's very exciting. Um, but uh, <laughs> that's a little shopping. random fact about me. But uh, I don't know. You know, other than that, anything like uh, super serious. Uh, Gosh, I don't know. I I, I really um, you put me on the spot. I I don't uh, I don't really probably have anything else to contribute. I'm I'm just really good at opening those produce bags at the supermarket. <laughs> That's good enough, Fireball. You gave us a lot of great information. To be honest with you, this is a great interview. And yeah, if you if anybody's going shopping with Fireball, make sure you go to the produce section. He's got you covered. All right, <laughs> absolutely. All right, Anchor Nation, uh, this is going to conclude Episode 7 of the Anchor Nation podcast. And before we go, Fireball, would you like to DM any of your social media platforms you like to use? Or It's up to you. Yes, I mean, you, you know, I'm, I'm on YouTube. Uh, I'm at the, the Fireball Review. Um, I'm on Instagram. Uh, you can follow me at Fireball Jimmy. And uh, the softball series um, and the football series now, too, uh, mm-hmm. You can follow at Dodger Films and watch us uh, uh, play uh, softball very badly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Fireball, that's it for tonight's interview. I want to say thank you for Fireball Jimmy, who came on uh, on short notice a little bit. But once again, great job, Fireball. Thank you for the interview. And to the Anchor Nation, this episode will be published on Thursday. Hope everyone has a good night. Thank you, and thank you for listening. Appreciate it, Fireball. Thank you. Now, as a shout-out, I don't have Fireball Jimmy on the Anchor Station, so he probably won't hear this. But I would like to say shout-out to Fireball Jimmy. He's from the Dodger Film Softball Series. He's a really great guy, a humble guy, as you learned in the interview. And I just, I just feel honored. I mean, when we did this interview, he felt honored that I was interviewing him. I felt honored that I'm interviewing the man himself. I mean, it was really a classy interview and just a, a stand-up guy and an overall... Somebody who cares about people, man. He's he's really a he's really he's got some funny stories, but he really cares about you know his business. He cares about many things, and I thought this was a great sit down. Honestly, this was the first ever sit down with somebody not on the app. So I know it may sound a little weird and confusing, but shout out to Fireball Jimmy. I know he's not on the app yet, but when he does come on one day on Anchor, or if he hopefully he does one day, I'm gonna be you know we're gonna welcome him with open arms. He's kind of busy right now. I won't spoil too much of it. Shout out to Fireball Jimmy. Hi, Anchor Nation. I'm Kevin Touch, the host of Anchor Nation Community Radio. If you would like to have an interview with me or want to talk about something, please feel free to email me at kevintouch093 at gmail.com. Or if you have a story you want to share or tell an opinion, please make sure it is an epic side of content so I can view it on your station. And as always, thank you for listening to all the episodes and enjoy.